The following podcast is a Life Dawn production. Hi, I'm Dee Fretwell. I'm an overachieving woman in the world of business living my hashtag best life. I'm also the founder of The Life Dom. And if you follow me on Instagram, you are clear that I am no fluff and buff bunny. We talk raw dog business, the wackiness of that human condition, and how we can be our best selves and try to live our truth without screwing each other up. No muss, no fuss. Listen up and call in. And The Life Dom Podcast, here we'll figure it all out. Or not. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Life Dom podcast. I'm Dee Fretwell, and I'm here to share with you a bonus episode. Listen, the last podcast was all about forming a business idea and then walking through certain steps to discern whether or not it was worth further pursuing to see how solvent this business was right? We talk about mission statements, vision statements. We talk about the purpose of the brand and what your business is really meant to do. What's the problem you're going to solve? We talked about your goals and what do you think might happen in the next three to five years? Dream with me and put down something about the 10 years. We talk about what's going on with your brand name. Does it really relate to what you want to do? Do you know who your customer is and so forth, right? So we have you're, you're, you're hanging with me. You jumped onto the website and bought the podcast or the, the workbook. I mean, <laughs> it's still early in the morning for me here. Um, the thing that I didn't do, the disservice that I, my dear friends, gave to you was when I didn't talk to you about where that idea came from, which was inside of you, right? And over the last 24 hours, I got some some pretty interesting news personally around health situations. And it has caused me, as these things do, to reflect on vulnerability. And often this idea that we can create, that we can actually be true creators of something at all, much less something great, can be really, really vulnerable. It can feel very raw. It can make you feel very um, open and vulnerable. And it's just a really, really soft place to be. So I want to speak to that just a little bit today in this clever little Life Down podcast and just tell you that I see you. Okay. When we see these successful people out in the world, especially these giants, right? The Mark Cubans, the Heather McMahons, one of my personal little heroes. She's a comedian and she's a brilliant entrepreneur. I, I, I sometimes, maybe you can be with me on this. Sometimes I look at that and think, yeah, they've got it all. They know how to do this. They've got the confidence. They've got the strut. They know what they're doing. And the truth is they kind of do. But it's not because they were born with it. It's because that they worked hard and they continue to work hard, right? We continue to evolve. And so I invite you to sit just for a second and evaluate what goes into this place of vulnerability, okay? Because the reality is, hang on really quickly. See how I did that? I had to pause because life happened. This is how it works, right? In the middle of approaching vulnerability, I had to stop stop being vulnerable and come back to that place and do it again. And this is what can really make sharing this information so hard for all of you, for me, for our heroes, for the giants of the world. It's a really uncomfortable place. So we're going to sit with it for a minute, friends. Together, you and me, 
and whoever else is listening. And we're just going to do the damn thing, okay? Because here's what I know. I know that you are brilliant. I know that you have a lot to share. There is a lot of goodness there. There's a giant heart willing and able to be more. And it's not that you're not enough right now, but you've got other stuff up there too. Okay. So with that said, let's just think about this here. (sighs) Sometimes we're taught that we're either going to be worker bees or we're going to be the queen bees, that we're going to be the leaders or the followers. And I just want to stand up and say, fuck that shit, right? I'm a really good follower. I'm like the best soldier you could ever have on your team. And the flip side is I also know how to lead a team really goddamn well. I'm actually pretty okay at when given the actual reins. And yet at times I personally challenge with being somebody who's following their own lead running this podcast and putting down the workbooks and saying, no, seriously, do them. Trust me, it's going to help you in the end, right? Because there's a sense of vulnerability there. So I'm just going to walk through some of my thoughts on this and, you know, shoot me a call. Let me know if you agree. Send me an email, smoke signal me and say, yes, I hear you. I totally feel this. How do we get through this? And I don't think I have all the answers. I don't even know if I want all the answers because there's some really powerful stuff that comes out of vulnerability and feeling really open and raw, but we'll, we'll deal with that another day. So when you decide to be the owner of your own thoughts, to really take ownership and accountability with it, at times we come up with these ideas that we think are going to be really cool. This could really be a killer business. Okay. But why don't we move forward on it? There's a million, million reasons. But if we stick to the emotional and the the more mental disruption that we have with it, the first part is that it implies that you might actually know something really interesting, valuable, unique, different, impactful. And with that comes a sense of responsibility, But if you share it, what happens? There's risk involved, right? You share this idea and all of a sudden you're open for criticism. You're game on, blast off. Here we go. And you can just picture it. Can't you just the anxiety around that? Just thinking about the criticism that might come in from friends or family. Just sharing it, not even executing the idea, but saying, hey, I have this really great idea. And oh my gosh, what happens if that idea is actually really damn good and somebody steals it, right? There's all of this risk involved and just talking about it. Because once you say something out loud, there are studies galore. Once you say it out loud, it becomes a little bit more real. You put the woo-woo into this and you think, okay, now I've said it out loud. Now it exists. Don't have to be able to touch it, but I did say it, say its name, right? So let's take it a step further. We're comfortable practicing saying this. We've got this idea. I keep saying it out loud. Maybe I record it on my phone. I tell my closest friends. I tell my dog, my cat, because my animals never do shit with the information I give them. You should poop away from the house. They don't. They don't. Okay. So we get more comfortable with sharing. There's risk there. But once we start to wear that vest of risk and realize nothing bad is going to happen, we're okay. Now, listen, for reals, if you've got this brilliant idea 
and you share it with somebody and but it's like really goddamn good and you've already made steps towards figuring out how to get to execution of this go ahead and drop an NDA, like call your lawyer, get a non-disclosure agreement going. So when you do tell people, they don't actually steal your damn good idea. I'm not trying to say live on the edge and trust everybody. People are assholes. Fuck that. No, 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 no. But I am saying get more comfortable believing in yourself enough to talk about your great ideas. Step two, do the damn thing. Why aren't we actually moving towards doing it? You want to open up a food truck? Let's open up a food truck. And I don't mean talk about the food truck to the point of feeling comfortable and then buying the fucking thing and making a menu and getting on the inventory. But I mean, start with something like my workbook or any other thought process. I'm not here to super shamelessly plug my workbook. That was really damn good. But figure out how to think through the process enough to prove to yourself that you really do like this idea and you're committed to seeing it through. You can't make it through a simple nine page workbook. You're not going to make it in the business. Okay. Okay. Doing it doesn't mean going into debt and starting a business immediately, but it does mean moving forward. Start investigating the industry, start looking at the competition, figure out your target market, understand your operations, craft a marketing plan that really works for you and speaks to your clientele. Do those things. But if we're stuck in that place of vulnerability, what's going on there? Is there a fear of rejection that if you put all this heart and you open up your soul to your community, to your target market, that they're not going to respond? There's a fear of rejection there. That's real. That's important to look at. But the reality is they haven't rejected you. They just don't, they just don't know. Now they might try your process, your food, your service, and then say, you know what, you suck. And that actually is rejection. That shit hurts. But if you try it and nobody even gets a chance to see what you're doing, they're not rejecting you, which means there's not as much risk. And for fuck's sake, rejection actually can be really damn good. That can be really, really good. Rejection doesn't mean failure. It might actually mean success because it means it gave you a chance to see if something could stick and it didn't. And you were able to grow from that, refine your systems and processes, get to know yourself a little bit better and move towards more strength and less fear of trying. There's the opposite of all of this, though, and that's called the fear of success. What happens if you actually fucking make it? What if it actually fucking works? Now what's going on? There's high risk there, right? There's severe risk there. Now you got to keep that shit up. You've got to actually be the owner. You can't just say, oh, that's cool. It was fun. I'm leaving. Okay, actually, you can do that. But you got to figure out how to recoup your expenses. You could sell your business. You could, you know, third party manage it, whatever you want to do. But sometimes people are actually really scared about succeeding because now you've entered into a level of commitment. That is a whole nother podcast that is really not in my professional expertise. If we have commitment issues to ourselves, it's going to be really hard for us to commit to something else. So look at those things. What's going on? Are you fearful of rejection? Are you fearful of success? There's other reasons why we may not start into a business, but it really does begin with us. Can we vote for ourselves 
to be smart and true and kind and authentic? Can we show up and get the shit done? I think we can if you actually want to badly enough. The next thing that can happen is starting the business and failing. You start the food truck, the food sucks, the health authorities shut you down because you got slugs or something in your food truck. And then what, right? Then you just picture it. It's like a bad Simpsons episode where Homer decides he actually, well, do I get in trouble for saying the word Simpsons? Anyway, Homer's like, gonna start his own beer company. He fails because we know Homer's like a little bit not the most entrepreneurish. And then he walks away going, I knew I could never do it. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I knew I could never do it. And then he feels a little bit worse about himself. I'll never try it again. I'll never try it again. Why did I even think I could be my own boss and I could have a good idea? I'll never be as good as Duff Beer. That's a bummer. I'm going to get so many copyright lawsuits as a cease and desist if they hear this. Who knows? But that's a big deal. And I want to go back to the beginning. Failing is not necessarily bad, friends. We're not going to plan on failing. That's a bad idea, right? But if we start by sharing our idea, getting comfortable with feeling empowered to believe in ourselves and in something, we step towards starting to do the damn thing. We're actually going to get in there start building out our business plan. Let's really think it through. Let's feel really confident about our tasks, what we need to do to feel confident if our forecasts are correct, that we might have something really viable here. And if it fails, look at why that happened and move the fuck on. We fail at shit all day long. I failed at being very good with my timing yesterday. You failed at God knows what. It's okay to not be perfect because sometimes the opposite happens. Then all of a sudden, the food truck decides to succeed. And all of a sudden, you're in the midst of your giants that you suddenly worshipped. Man, that Thai food truck down the street, they slay it each and every day. I only wish I could be as cool as them. But I'm hoping if I'm half as cool, it's good enough. You open up your food truck. Turns out the public loves you. They crave you every day. What do you think? Do you start feeling like an imposter? Maybe like you're actually just faking it till you make it? Are your friends wondering what the hell you're doing with your life? And if you're having a midlife crisis, maybe your family's wondering what the fuck and why did they pay for college if you're just going to go off and own a food truck and live like a hobo? Which is like literally not what happens when people own food trucks. Hobos are awfully nice, wonderful people who do good things in the world at times. So success can also be a lot like failure. A lot of pressure, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of concern, possible insecurity. You've put all this time, energy, money, blood, sweat, tears, you name it, the kitchen sink, the whole enchilada is now riding on this one damn idea that you decided on. You opened your big mouth and you decided you were going to pursue something, a dream, a passion, a strong interest, something, you know, you could do day after day. And now here you are, and it's actually fucking working. You need to take time to celebrate that because here's the deal. What is the risk of not doing it? I know it's safer, 
It's not going to introduce vulnerability into your life. It's cheaper. Right? You're not investing in something in you. It's easier in that it doesn't complicate your life by starting something new. But truly think about this. What is the risk of not doing something? And I genuinely mean starting by investigating if the idea is actually good. Write it in a journal, mark it down to look at it later, fill out a simple workbook or something that gives you the thought practice of walking through those first steps and then put it away for a year or two if you're not ready. Don't push yourself. Please, God, do not start a business or start spending gross amounts of time in developing a business you're not entirely convinced you really want to do for a living. However, on the flip side, consider investigating it just enough to know if you might want to revisit it later. It's like the longest vision board you could ever have. Here's a business I might want to do in five to 10 years. Here's my retirement. You know what my retirement plan is, friends? My retirement plan is, and I'm not talking how I'm going to get to retirement. I'm talking about a post-retirement plan for my own activities. This is the kind of freak I am. And when you think I make workbooks and lists for a living, I don't just do it for you. If I do it for you, imagine what my own desk looks like right now. And I'm I'm not even that embarrassed to say there's a shite ton of them everywhere. So my retirement plan is when I'm like 65, 70, 75, I want to be that crazy old lady in like leopard leggings who has her certified personal trainer license and owns a gym. And I'm just wandering around all like fit and rad and sassy and just, you know, making jokes with the regular gym goers, members of my gym, because I'll own a dang gym. And this year I made my first steps towards that. I'm like, not, I'm old. I am old, but I got like 20, 30 years before I have to actually be at this goal in order to check that off my list. But I got my CPT license. I am a certified personal trainer. Never should you hire me to train you. I mean, I'm pretty fucking good, but I don't program in that kind of thing. I'm just starting out on really developing what that looks like. And I'm pretty, pretty a type. So I really want to make sure I can do something good for you. But it's no risk. Cost me, you know, a few hundred bucks and many, many hours of studying, many, many hours of studying an 1800 page book, doing a pretty stressful test. But at the end of the day, was that any more difficult than doing the dishes? I'd rather take that test and study than do dishes. Oh my God. Do you know what I really hate doing? I fucking hate switching the laundry from the washer to the dryer. I don't know what it is. I don't know if when I was like in a past life, I was like a cat and I got stuck in laundry or something, but I hate it. Like with a deep passion. There's very few things I hate, like actually hate. I might go, Oh, I hate that. But I don't really mean that. I really mean it when I'm talking about switching the laundry. I fucking hate it so much. Friends, listen, I apologize for not acknowledging the process of getting out of your own way so that you can actually give yourself some credit. And I'm sorry for that. I, I, I owe you an apology. I understand that it can be really uncomfortable to share your ideas. It can be deeply uncomfortable to start investigating it. And it can be even more uncomfortable to succeed or fail. I get it. I'm right there with you. But you might as well give it a good go. Allow yourself an hour and three, five, ten bucks or free resources online to even see if it's a good one. You might as well 
I bet you've got a damn good idea in there. And if you don't, who cares? No skin off your back. Think of some great thoughts later. All right. This is another uh, rendition of the Life Dom podcast. I am Dee Fretwell. I just want to say thanks for spending some time with me and let's do it again soon. Take care.